Hello and welcome to the Wingnet Travel Podcast with me, James Hammond. Personally, I have been to 50 countries. I've met so many people in my travels that I want to bring them on this podcast and get their story on record. I have plenty of tips and stories to share with you as well. Are you a backpacker or a traveller or gap year student or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. Throughout the weeks and months, you'll get many guests and solo episodes where I try to cover all range of subjects within travel. This is a casual and informative travel podcast to inspire you to travel in the future. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening and supporting this. And I'll see you soon. Cheers, James. Hey, yeah, just a quick one. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5. Or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with Tee Public, where there's plenty of merch available to buy, such as T-shirts, jumpers, hoodies, and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcast, and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for traveling, podcasts, and other stuff. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to this Friday series, episode 11 cracking on with these little episodes for a bit of a weekly roundup i've got a three subject prong attack today i'm going to discuss my favorite bits from the live let rome podcast episode this week uh, i've got some ideas to run past you for potentially like a james hammond consultancy to do with podcasting and travel and of course i'm going to finish some travel news and stories so first of all live let rome took some really good nuggets from them this week and they are probably the First few people I've had on the podcast who do long-term travel, medium-long-term. And what that means is it's probably a bit variable between what people think it is. But in my eyes, that means that they are free to travel where they want for any amount of time because maybe they're enabling themselves to make a living on the road. So I know that Eric does consultancy on the road and that obviously brings some income in. You could tie it to investments and stuff as well. So some good nuggets there about how to make it a full-time thing and I'm going to try and implement that into my own travels in the future and I thought the idea that they were doing their work on one designated day that includes the podcast as well like they have one day where they get stuff done and also in the other times they're traveling they're getting experiences they, they do do some wacky experiences I've seen and I've heard on social media so that's really quite fun like the most unusual stuff um, which obviously breeds stories, which is great for podcasting, right? So it got me thinking in the future from traveling, how to do podcasting on the road, which is what they talked about a little bit as well. Got some ideas about that, but also how to try and make some income whilst on the road. And it's definitely possible. You just have to find creative ways to do it and make a need for you to create something for people. Uh, I've got some ideas. I'll come to that in a bit for the second prong attack of this episode. It was great to hear about Albania. Now, I can't remember who else has mentioned this before in the podcast. I swear, maybe once or twice before. But Albania is kind of coming up in Europe. And as Eric described in the episode, it's shut for years and decades through the whole Soviet Union thing. And now they're just trying to get their stuff together to incorporate more travel into their life and also into their whole like economy. This is a classic country where the times to go now. But like Pakistan, for example, uh, Bhutan, p- places like this where... 
you hear about it, you read about it, it's popping up, but the time is to go now because it will get, I'm not going to say destroyed, but it will get written about a lot and said about as well. Like my podcast, for example, people come on more and more to talk about it. So if you want to get unique experiences, it's definitely time to go. So hopefully I can incorporate Albania next year. That'd be cool to go there, check it out and see what it's about. Travel hacking again came up as a subject on this week's episode. It's very particular and it's very unique to certain countries. USA being number one, where they're from. The US do it really well. The options are endless. You can really make it travel light in terms of money if you kind of hack into that. Nomadic Matt has a huge sort of like ebook about it, which he, I think, re- releases free if you sign up to his newsletter and explains all about how to do it. But as I said, it's kind of tailored to the USA. And in my experience, Canada and UK, you can do it as well. Maybe not as good, but it is definitely possible. But please look into it. I mean, as I said on the podcast episode, basically, I just have a credit card that has points. So points equal dollars when you want to spend them. And of course, you have to spend quite a lot to get a lot of points. But if you weigh up your daily expenditure, that could well add up to some serious points for you to get some flights and free flights. So yeah, that's another interesting dynamics long and medium term travel. You hear that quite a bit in that sphere. And to finish with their episode, Eric's story about getting punched in the face was quite a funny one. So if you want to hear more about that, go and check that out. I think they're in Turkey and there's an old woman punching in the face. She obviously got the wrong end of the stick. I won't spoil the story. And please check that out on this week's episode. So thanks to Eric and Chrissy for coming on. They're brilliant. They're in Mexico at the minute, in somewhere in the depths of Mexico. And they don't quite have internet all the way, so I've not heard much from them this week. But they look to be doing some cool stuff for... I think one of their birthdays is this week. So, yeah, looks brilliant. Go follow them on Instagram. They're worth a follow. And I hope you get some something out of this week's episode. As I said before, number two, yeah, I've flirted with the idea of James Hammond Consultancy. Not a real name, not a technical name, just something I come up with. But they incorporate a few things. And this is really to try and get this travel thing going, but also not make it just a no-income period of time. And... There could be certain ways I could do this. I'd love to hear what you guys think would be good. But I kind of thought, well, why not offer a bit of a service, which could include a bit of travel advice, how to book a trip, even partially booking a trip for people, planning itineraries, uh, like a guide of where to go and how to do it in certain countries. I thought about like that. And also podcasting helps. That could be editing, could be getting set up, social media, project planning, um, how to set up a podcast, what to do, where to go. So that's kind of... An area that a lot of people do actually have, and I'm not sure where the need will be right now, but I think going forward as podcasts get more popular, I think now is the right time to get into that sort of thing. No means by an expert, um, absolutely not, but I could probably give someone a good guidance of where to go next. So that's kind of what I think about, and it kind of all incorporates into my website that's getting built currently, which will incorporate all that and the two podcasts the coffee podcast and this podcast don't forget you can subscribe and follow on youtube for the trendy coffee podcast it's a free thing to do it really helps podcasts gain a bit of traction to so go and do that where you can and obviously the ads on this podcast drawing a massive income as i said last week the 12 dollars 70 or something i'm up to so there you go <laughs> it's tough this life but it's fun as long as it's fun and you see the need for it so i like meeting new people i love talking to podcasters and travel guys about where they've been what they've been up to where to go next some tips and tricks as long as it's fun 
and it doesn't take out too much of your energy from other things, it's well worth doing. And as I said to you before, the excitement for me, the goal for me, I just had this dream of podcast on the road, so I want to see what it's like. It could be great, it could be rubbish, no idea. The next natural step for the podcast. I have a, this idea to, as I said before, to reach out to companies to do like a podcast series for like a tour they have or something that they do that's quite unique. That's an idea for business as well. I ran a few of these by with Sondre Arash, who's the CEO of Safety Wing, who I interviewed last week. The episode will come out not next Monday, the Monday after. Super interesting guy. We come up with a few ideas. He had a few ideas. I had a few ideas. We both liked each other's ideas. Quite inspirational in that sense. So quite a short episode, but I'm looking forward to getting that one out for you. I've got this nagging feeling that my book that I've written is there as well. I just need to finish it and get out there. But do I change it? Do I make it more short stories instead of chronological order? Do I shorten down to a short period of time, for like two years? Can't decide. Don't know what to do. Is there written in basic James Hammond English? which is not great because I'm crap at writing. I uh, just need someone to give me a bit of guidance, really, so that's on the radar. And maybe when I have a bit more time in the new year to get that going and hopefully get it published. Who knows? Hey, yeah, just a quick one. Do you fancy some bonus content with this episode? Then fear not. If you start to my Patreon today by going on to www.patreon.com forward slash travel podcast, then you'll find these extra features every week for Monday and Friday's episode. One bonus episode every month, some ad-free content, some early access to episodes, the exclusive added Travel Must Have feature on every episode, patron shout-out, some ad hoc bonus episodes, you'll get a copy of my digital travel planner which is available on Etsy for free, and you'll get my monthly Winging It Travel podcast magazine. If this takes your fancy, you can sign up for £4, $7.50 Canadian, $6 US a month, and I really thank you for supporting the podcast. So to finish the episode on this week, some travel and stories, I uh, saw a good few clips this week about social media and how it relates to what they're talking about. So let's say we're in the travel sphere now. How many times do you go on social media and follow all these travel accounts and it makes you feel a bit rubbish about you not traveling and they're living their best life? It is fair to say that reality versus Instagram is a real thing. It's probably not that good. And James Smith, PT, who I do follow, mentioned this about the fitness industry and where he comes from in his realm of industry. And I think his example was pretty good, actually, when he compared to travel. He would say, like, a PT instructor would really tone down, gym it up, diet and everything for two months, get real ripped, get all the content created in that two months. It could be photos, videos, posts, all ready to go for the rest of the year, and then the rest of the year, they're just normal. But you don't see that on Instagram because, obviously, you would see the best bits of that two months, even though that was filmed in February, but you might see it in December, right? I think that's the same with travel. And, you know, that's kind of part of travel Instagram as well, right? I post pictures from years ago that I've been on. So unless you're traveling full time and you're traveling on the go and posting on the go, most people's posts are going to be post-travel, which is great. But don't think they're traveling all the time. Some of them maybe are, but like traveling work, but I don't think that's true for all of them. So it's good to bear that in mind. Because I saw a Facebook status I put up years ago on this day, I was at home, I think I put something like, I've just been scrolling through Instagram and watched all these travel accounts and like, I'm thinking, what the fuck am I not out there doing it? It can make you feel like that. I think you have to protect yourself from that a little bit. So please bear that in mind when you're on social media and you see all these travel people perceiving to be doing these amazing things all the time. I don't think that's quite true. And the reason I want a podcast on the road next year is because 
I think there's a, some sort of honesty about podcasting and the audio format. So if I'm going to travel and podcast next year and you're hearing 10 minutes about days three and four in Iceland, well, I'm describing what's happened. And if I don't put too much social media up in terms of video or photos, you'll have to use your imagination to imagine what it's like. It's like, oh, that sounds amazing. And then you go onto Instagram and see my photo of it. It might not reach that height. So I'm not saying that podcasting is wrong in that sense. I'm saying it's a bit more raw and authentic. I will describe how it is. I will tell you stories. And I'll tell you if nothing has happened as well. So I think that goes across the board. I think audio is more purest form for that. So I'm looking forward to trying that out and seeing how that goes. As I said many times, Spain was a great indicator of how well that would go. And I was really happy with that experience and the figures on that and how many people enjoyed that little series. Also five years ago, I was in Borneo. And I saw on Facebook that I was at the English Tea House and Restaurant. Could not remember the life of me, what it was. This is another reason I want to podcast on the road. But anyway, Facebook, I tagged the actual place. So I clicked on the tag and then I got remembered. Oh, I remember this thing. Yeah, it's because we'd done the Mount Kinabalu track, hanging for a week. My legs were shot, even though that hike was only two days, but seriously high up, 3,300 metres on the first day up to 4,000 on the second, so 800 metre climb. It was just a real tough hike up and down. But I think we just needed a bit of English tea, afternoon tea, cakes and scones, and just a bit of rest time. That was in Sandican in Borneo. The funny thing about Sandican is we went to a hostel. We heard murmurs. It's a bit edgy there. It's on the east side of Borneo. And then some local told us that we need to be aware of the pirates. And I was like, what on earth is he talking about? And I went to the hostel, and I think the hostel sort of hosted us. I said, oh, someone said, beware the pirates. She went, yeah, that is a thing. And I was like, what does that even mean? And she was explaining that people do come off the coast into Sandakan and just like try and rob tourists. So we need to be a bit careful about that. But this sounds so extreme, doesn't it? Pirates come off the coast. Sounds like Pirates Caribbean, doesn't it? Nothing happens. Absolutely fine walking around Sandakan. No problems at all. And I don't even feel that edginess there, to be fair. I would say it's probably the least touristy place in Borneo on the Malaysian side. But I reckon if you went to the Indonesian side of Borneo, there'd be even less tourists there. So that's my high recommendation for Borneo, because I would like to do that and go back and check out the Indonesian side. It's always the Malaysian side that gets the headlines, right? And also, I think we needed that afternoon tea, because we've been in the jungle or the rainforest with Uncle Tans for three days. where We rode on a boat for about hours getting to this place in the middle of the, the rainforest nothing around no internet there's one camp bit of a group of us little football pitch mosquitoes everywhere wildlife everywhere sounds were incredible of the animals and yeah that was a pretty decent trip so Uncle Tans they started following me this week actually so I would check them out in Borneo for a brilliant experience which, which kind of appeals to couples backpackers but also families there's a real mix in our group and you get out to do all these little different types of tours every day and try and find some orangutans in the wild or see the crocodiles in the river that you're on the boat on. It's not that scary, trust me. Real, real cool. Um, we had sea snakes in our camps. They had to clear the camp out. We listed all the wildlife that we saw on the board and it was incredible. So many birds as well. If, you, if you're into your birds, incredible. It's an amazing three days, but very, very raw. So getting back and having a bit of afternoon tea was just what the doctor ordered really after all that. I spoke to Angela Santos, who came onto the podcast on episode 63. 
She's currently in Pakistan, uh, touring up there for 14, 15 days. And she has agreed to come back on and talk about that experience. I don't know if she's been anywhere else in between that podcast episode and now, but I really want to deep dive into Pakistan as a bit of an area because I want to hear more about it from another perspective, from a female perspective as well. Try and get some tips and tricks about where to go and what she saw. I know she's in the Hunza Valley, so looks like she's going to all the right places. So I'm really keen to get that on record and get her back on. So really excited about that. So I think that concludes today's podcast episode. September was the best month yet, unbelievably. So we're going in the right direction. October has been slightly slow to start with. Um, that's okay. And I'm looking forward to getting more content out this month. And I've got a heap of interviews lined up in October. I think I've got six. Real busy month on that front. If they all go to plan and release one after the other, I'm almost up to Christmas with content. So what's that? I don't know how many weeks away that is. So it's quite far, right? So we've got good things coming, maybe a bit before Christmas, maybe start of December. So I'm still looking out for more guests to come on the podcast. And I'm reaching out to different people and seeing where I can extract some information from areas I've not actually talked about the most. And yeah, I'll keep you posted. So don't forget to follow and subscribe. On, I'm back on YouTube now. I'm going to start putting YouTube videos up of the episode because some people like that. YouTube for Trendy Coffee Podcast as well. Five to seven minutes on a Wednesday. You get to see me go to a coffee shop and try some coffee and I try and showcase the area in Vancouver that I'm in at the minute. Instagram, TikTok, all those. Follow and subscribe today and that really helps the podcast gain a bit of traction. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you next week. Cheers.